the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. The NFL Draft is Dunzo in Las Vegas, Nevada. Lundy, my liver is still ordering drinks at the MGM Grand Bar. Actually, all of them. It's just uh, bar hopping uh, throughout the entire premises and property. Uh, as I was there for six glorious nights and somehow survived. So uh, you'd been very proud of me. Uh, I was in bed at a reasonable hour. I was up at an ungodly hour. We talked about that last week. And, you know, me getting up and walking downstairs the casino floor at 5 a.m. and just looking at the very interesting vampires uh, that were still awake and trying to get to bed right before the sun rose uh, but I had a hell of a time, uh, unlike my Chicago Bears, who are allergic, apparently, to drafting wide receivers. But that's a conversation for another day. We've already got Offensive Rookie of the Year odds up right now at various sports books, And the prohibitive favorite uh, pretty much across the board is Kenny Pickett. Should come as no shock since he was the highest quarterback drafted. I think that's going to be far-fetched because I'm not exactly sure he's even going to win the job out of training camp. And who knows, maybe Mitchell Trubisky will surprise and keep the rookie at bay. But I think one of the better values I've seen on the board is Sky Moore of the Kansas City Chiefs, former Western Michigan standout at plus 1,300. Best odds in the industry right now. At DraftKings Sportsbook, love this guy. Five foot ten, 195 pounds, ran a 4-4-1, 40-yard dash. He was number one among all Division I wideouts and missed tackles forced with 26 last season, according to Pro Football Focus. He's got routes for days, and you know what I always say, guys that run clean and crisp routes and have that expanded tree usually transition seamlessly to the next level. Oh, yeah, and more importantly, Tyree Kill's not there anymore. Uh, he uh, accounted for 159 targets last season. Oh, yeah, he's got a certain quarterback name, Mahomes, comma, Patrick. So, I, I conservatively, I think it's like 60 for 850 and a handful of touchdowns. But I think he could blow those numbers out of the water. Also throwing in the fact that Kansas City called pass 61% of the time. So, talent, opportunity, stud quarterback, prolific offense, it checks every box. That's why I like Sky Moore. The sky's the limit, plus 1,300 in his rookie campaign. Any of those futures stand out to you in the offensive rookie of the year market? Yeah, they stand out as tying up my money for the next nine <laughs> months, and I'm not ma- – you know how I feel about this stuff. Well, can, can, I, I, can I convince you with somebody else? Could, could you convince me? I have. No. I, yeah, well, for somebody – like, if you could throw 20 shekels on it, and I know, you know, you just put that investment away. It's like an investing in a long-term mutual fund for retirement that maybe could pay off uh, this one in six months. It's like a CD. You get a nice little maturity right here. What about Damian Pierce at plus 6,600? Well, I think we'll have the 6, inside track at, at training camp to win the gig in Houston. Or, or wait, Lundy, what about Tyler Algiers at plus 1,000? Who could be your starting running back at some point for the Atlanta Falcons this season? See, uh, now, see, you're having some fun, but I'm still telling you, it's going to have to be your money, not mine. <laughs> because my money, you are going to put it in a CD. What are you, my grandma? I mean, yeah, come on, Brad. Um, 
I, I whoever you want to pick is just fine. You tie up your money. I'm going to be worried about ish that I can win before I go to bed tonight. That's what I'm going to be worried about. I am not playing this long term, long, long term game. Now, that said, oh, I may have some when it comes to the hockey just oh. because I don't have to wait so long. But offensive rookie of the year on May 2nd. Let's you do it. Are drunk. Uh, that could be, again, residual effects from Las Vegas. And with that, let's go ahead and get to it on this Manic Monday edition with another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lenny, I know you despise the futures market, but uh, you just uh, referenced to this uh, that, you know, you might be willing to drop the puck and make some bucks on which team will win the Stanley Cup. Who hoists the hardware who drowns it in adult beverages or uh, unseemly liquids uh, into the top of that cup and either, you know, bays in it or drinks it or who knows what. But who do you feel has the best odds on the board to win the whole shebang with the NHL playoffs getting underway tonight, which I know in your world is the greatest time of the year? Yeah, it, it really is a ton of fun. You know how much I love March Madness, but uh, there is just something to the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, especially, man, we start getting into overtime. We get it. You're, you're on the edge of your seat. It's just it's a ton of fun. Um, and so I do really enjoy it. Let me throw um, a couple of them out there. Uh, I will tell you this. I still think there is tremendous value on the Colorado Avalanche at a plus 330. They are the odds on favorite. They have been all season long, uh, but you are still looking at at, you know, almost three and a half to one on your bet for them to be able to be the ones to hoist the cup. You can talk about the Florida Panthers coming out of the East. They are at plus 550 right now. But here's the thing. Since the 86 Stanley Cup playoffs, 1986, children, there have only been eight teams that have won the President's Trophy, which is the best record in the regular season, and won the cup. Eight times. That's it wow. since 1986. And the Panthers are the ones that won the President's Trophy. So if you believe in that sort of jinx slash correlation, then you want to stay away from the Florida Panthers. Where I think there is value, um, there's two value bets I'm going to throw out there for you when we're talking about the futures here for uh, the Stanley Cup uh, uh, playoffs. I think, I think that there's um, fantastic value with the Carolina Hurricanes. I believe the Canes are the most complete team in the Eastern Conference, period. Mm. Um, I think that they have um, solid goaltending. They have tremendous on offense. They also are great on the blue line. They're great on defense. Carolina, to win the whole thing, is a plus 1,200. But I want to throw this bet out instead, and I've been preaching this one on You Bet Tonight on my television show. I've been talking about this bet for two months. You can get Carolina at plus 600 just to win the East. Don't have to win the whole thing. Just have to be the team that comes out of the Eastern Conference. And I have I have a bet on that, Brad, from a couple of months ago when it was up in the 700s. Um, and I'm sitting on that one because I do believe they are the most complete team. They also were the team in the Eastern Conference that did that had the best of the of the playoff teams of the top ones had the best road record, which, you know, you got to be able to have in the uh, in the playoffs. You got to be able to play well in somebody else's ice. So if we're looking for who I think is going to win it, I'm trying to put my fandom to the side. But I really do believe the abs are the team to beat at plus three thirty. But the my favorite value bet plus twelve hundred to win it all or plus six to win just the east that's the carolina hurricanes oh get seduced by that juice uh, and when you and i get the same reports every single morning from our friends at bet mgm uh just give people uh some thoughts here on the biggest line movement from the beginning of the season to now the highest ticket handle overall 
Uh, the highest ticket percentage right now belongs to the Colorado Avalanche, who opened at plus 600, now plus 325. 26.3% of the tickets that are out there are on the Avalanche to win the Cup. Uh, the Panthers are number two at 9.9%. They've gone from plus 2,500 now to plus 550. And then you got the Tampa Bay Lightning at 7.2%. And then the third highest line movement we've seen is with the Flames from plus 4,000 to plus 700. Oh, it's going to be fun and dandy, exciting, exhilarating, and enthralling hockey. Well, I watch any of it, probably not, but uh, I will live vicariously through Lundy, maybe on the Colorado Avalanche or those Hurricanes. Number four. All right, Lundy, uh, we've got a few games in the opening act, round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So let's drop the puck and make some bucks again. What do you like best tonight? Yeah, that's what we like, Brad. See what we do here? We bet and then we win tonight. We don't have to wait. We don't. Okay, fine. I'll get off my soapbox now. Uh, let's actually. Plus 1,000, Lundy. That's all I'm saying. Let's take a trip north of the border, shall we? The Toronto Maple Leafs hosting the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, and I'm going to go with Toronto at home. I'm going to take them on the money line for tonight. This is of the first round series. This is the one that's got all the the star power to it. This is like two absolutely loaded teams in terms of really, really talented hockey players. We're talking Austin Matthews. We're talking Steven Stamkos. Nikita Kucherov, the list just keeps going. Um, But in this particular case, I'm going to roll with Toronto because they are at home. This is a team that was extremely good at home. That is why they wound up with the number two spot in the Atlantic Division. They were 31-8-2 at home. That is the second best home record in the East behind only the Florida Panthers in their own conference, uh, or in their own division, excuse me, which they're not going to have to face here for a little bit until we get through the, the playoffs. But I think the Lightning, as as much as they have been there, done that, and we know they hoisted the cup two years in a row, I don't think Tampa's going to get out of this first round. I actually think the Leafs are going to win this, and I think home ice is what's going to make the difference. And so because of that, I'm going to say they start off with game one. The Leafs manage to defend that home ice, um, and we roll with a nice ticket tonight on those Tampa Bay Lightning, or excuse me, on the Toronto Maple Leafs. We got them at a minus 125 on the money line. Canada bet on the Maple Leafs. Number three. All right, let's go to Major League Baseball. Got a few games on a Monday slate, and uh, one of my favorite player props is available out there is Pablo Lopez of the Miami Marlins, I believe he is with the Marlins now, yes. Uh, Under one and a half earned runs uh, at Arizona. That is minus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Why do I like Lopez? Well, he's only got one earned run this season, London, and 23 point one innings pitch, so 23 and a third innings pitch, 8.87K per nine, uh, microscopic 1.54 walks per nine, and most encouragingly, a 33.7 called plus swinging strike rate. So what does that mean? He's got a high chase rate with opponents. Uh, they're getting fooled by his stuff, and uh, he is peppering the plate uh, with a lot of those called strikes uh, overall. So uh, his you know accuracy has been pinpoint. Uh, for much of this season, really finding those spots. Uh, you look at Arizona, number 25 in total run scored this season, and they are batting a puke-inducing 181 as a franchise with a 273 on base percentage. Yikes. So I think Lopez will go out there 
I wouldn't be at all surprised if he blanked him uh, over six innings and then gets pulled and the bullpen comes in uh, to piece it together and then slam the door. So give me Pablo Lopez under one and a half earned runs, minus 110 at DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow? Folks, there is a very profitable uh, way to bet baseball here so far this season, and that is fade the hell out of the Diamondbacks and the Reds. Those are the two teams. Like, I don't even care who they're playing. Um, These two teams absolutely suck at the plate right now. You talked about Arizona batting the 181. Cincinnati is batting 201. Um, I mean, just absolutely awful out of the gate to start the season. And so right now, whether it's pitching props, um, whether it's strikeouts, whether it's earned runs, any of those things, when you're dealing with pitching, unless it is like just a bad, uh, you know, like somebody that got called up that's making their first uh, appearance, anything you can do right now against the Reds and Diamondbacks, do it because you're going to keep cashing tickets. They're awful. Yeah, no doubt about it. And correction, this game is in Miami. Even better! Make some pennies with Pablo. Stay tuned for my top picks of the day in the NBA. Plus, bonus time in the NHL postseason, the NBA postseason, and more Major League Baseball. Number two. All right, let's go to the round ball here, and let's go out to the desert as the Phoenix Suns are going to be hosting the Dallas Mavericks game run, game one, round two of this series and Jalen Brunson as you and I have uh, said time and time again has just been a human ATM the ultimate cash cow cranking out all kinds of hundred dollar bills for his backers and I'm going to continue to ride secretariat until he bucks me because Brunson has been an absolute thoroughbred stud extraordinaire is going to make himself a ton of money this upcoming NBA offseason, and I cannot believe this. I was, like, rubbing the sleep out of my eyes a couple of different times this morning, Lenny, because I was shocked and astonished that the number for points tonight for Brunson is only 19 and a half. And I immediately went in, and I slammed the over, and it's not juiced up to high heaven either. It's minus 116 right now at FanDuel Sportsbook. Brunson in the uh, first round, went 24-41, 31-23, 24-24 points against the Utah Jazz. He averaged 21.0 field goals attempted per game. And again, you know, three of those games were with Luka on the floor. He shot 48.1% from the floor. And I'm like wondering, how does the how does the book put together the odds for this? And I went back at the regular season, checked out the game log, and I said, ah, had an epiphany. Against Phoenix in three regular season contests, he went 19, 18, and 18. So he has danced up to the line, but not crossed it against the Suns this year. But Phoenix, of all the remaining playoff teams, the Suns have allowed the highest points per possession at 1.156 in this NBA postseason. So great matchup on paper. Guy is absolutely crushing it right now. Uh, the perfect flank to Luka, and I think the good times continue to roll. So Jalen Brunson for all the buckaroos on the over 19 and a half points at Phoenix, minus 116 at Fatal. Do you dare fade me, good sir? No, no, no. I love this prop. I, I think this is a great one for the action uh, that we've got tonight, and I'm going to talk about the series. I've got a couple of picks in bonus time in addition to the stuff on the ice, but look, we know what Brunson was doing for us during the season, right? Yep. Just spitting out money. 
Um, and so I'm going to continue to ride it. I know the postseason's a little bit different. I know, you know, sometimes things change up a little bit when we get into these series, but I, I'm going to keep rolling with Brunson. Until he bucks me, I want that cash. Yeah, absolutely. Continue to follow Jalen Brunson. Number one. All right, Lenny, let's go to my top play in the NBA tonight. Really, it should be Brunson, uh, but I love this one as well. It's DeAndre Ayton. Of the Phoenix Suns, so same game, different name. And I'm going to take the over on 29.5 points plus rebounds against those Mavericks. Uh, Best odds in the industry right now, minus 118 at FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, You look at what Aiton did in the series against the Pels. Uh, He went 30 combined, 19, 45, 31, 28, and 29. So he went over in three. He was under in three, and in the NBA regular season, in two matchups against the Mavs, he went for 32 combined in one and 25 in the other. I think the biggest key here for Aiton is going to be in the rebounds category because, you know, he had that 17-rebound outburst in one of the games against New Orleans, and in the rest, he was under 10 boards. I think he's going to get to 20 points. It's just whether or not he gets to 10 rebounds, and you look at Dallas in this postseason, they got in just crushed on the glass, giving a 44.8 rebounds per game. Uh, however, they have allowed the fifth fewest points per possession this NBA postseason at 1.084. Uh, this one could be close, could be in the waning moments. But I think it's like 31-32 combined for DeAndre Ayton. So fade or follow, DeAndre Ayton, the man in the middle for the Suns, over 29.5 points plus rebounds, minus 118 at FanDuel. I think I'm just in a good mood, Brad, because you let me do two hockey picks <laughs> on today's uh, Fade 5. So I'm going to follow you yet again. I, I, I like this one as well. This is another one that um, that I think has the ability to be a little bit of some bet sweats. I'd be a little concerned uh, down the stretch. But I do love the fact that this is the combo with the rebounds, and I do think the rebounds are going to wind up being the key here. So if he can snag some off the glass um, in the first couple of quarters so that we're feeling good by halftime. Otherwise, we may be sweating it, but I do like this one. I think this is a totally gets up over. All right, Lundy, it is bonus time, my man. I know you got some additional action on your card, and before you uh, submit that action, uh, I lied about Tyler Algier. He's plus 10000 Come on, Lundy, throw $100 down on it and let it ride for the next eight months. I'll tell you what, if I earn, if I earn a free bet off of something, in the next couple of days, if I get one of those like $10 freebies that, that, you know, FanDuel or somebody is giving me fine, I will throw <laughs> a free bet on one of these dudes just to see what happens. But you're just, you're, 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 you're barking up the wrong tree, man. I, know, I just, I, know I don't like at. going, you need now, the instant gratification. Now I, I don't mind some of the series props. So, um, as we're talking about, um, the NBA playoffs here, I said that I had a couple more picks that I wanted to throw out there. I had these on the TV show. I wanted to share them here. I am taking the heat and the 76ers to go seven games. Um, so not picking who's going to win per se, although I do think it's the heat, but I'm going to take that series to go seven games, Brad. I can get that right now at DraftKings at a plus two twenty if this one goes the entire distance. And then, um, I think in part because of what Phoenix did to them um, during the regular season. Um, I mean, Phoenix swept Dallas. 
Um, they're heavy favorites to be able to win the series, but I'm going to take Phoenix um, on the series spread at minus one and a half. Now, if you've never done this before, folks, that basically means the series can't go seven. Okay, Phoenix can win it in four, five, or six, and they wind up covering um, on this. And it's a minus one thirty-five, so it's actually been juiced up. I snagged it right when the series um, matchup was set. I got it at a minus one fifteen. It is up to a minus one thirty-five, but I think Phoenix wins this thing within, like I said, I, that it doesn't go the the full distance. I think Phoenix wins it in either four, five, or six compared to uh, what they've done with Mavericks over the course of the season. And finally, one more Stanley Cup playoff for you tonight. The late game, 10 o'clock Eastern time. Oh, Night Owl's got to be up for this one. Um, I really like the over between the LA Kings and the Edmonton Oilers. Um, the Kings have a very, very good defense, but Edmonton has proven that that really doesn't matter because they beat the LA Kings three out of four times that they played this season, and in three out of those four times, they hit the over. So I say it's going to happen again in game one north of the border. So I will take the over at a minus 115 at DraftKings. Yeah, I like it quite a bit. Uh, you know, you were talking about the series spreads. The Warriors really impressed me in game one. And, you know, they got out by the skin of their teeth. And Draymond Green, you talk about weak sauce. He got tossed for that. Really? <laughs> like, he even tried to brace the guy after he grabbed him. And that was worthy of him getting kicked out of the game. You could do better than that, rest. But then again, they had no idea, uh, you know, of superstar rapper Jack Harlow there on the front row. They're like, who's Jack Harlow? Scott Foster said he had no idea. <laughs> He's right there. Uh, boomer's gonna boom uh but anyway i like the warriors in five in that series i think memphis will get a game and if you believe that uh plus 340 right now at bet mgm lundy uh so i think there's some tremendous value still on the board in that warriors and grizzly series uh getting back to the action the nba tonight uh, i'm gonna take the under on jimmy butler's six and a half rebounds against the 76ers look i know there's no joel Embiid. Uh, but 6, 5, 10, and 10 is what he had against Atlanta. Uh, so he went over and two, under and two, and then a regular season against Philadelphia. And I think one of those games was out and beat on the floor. 5, 4, and 5. Uh, Philadelphia, fourth fewest rebounds per game. And again, it's not like Embiid has been playing at elite level on the glass here these last three contests. So I think the belief is, oh, Butler's going to come in and dominate on the interior uh, along with every point on the floor, and I would say, uh, not so fast. I think you could get yar, Captain Hooked on that six and a half. And then if you just want some standard action, here's a little two-legger. Give me Miami on the money line, and then give me Dallas on an alt line plus seven and a half. Toss those two together, plus 108 at Bet MGM. And then let's go to a little same-game parlay in baseball. Ty France, Kyle Tucker, Jordan Alvarez, all get a hit, plus 135 at BetMGM. Each of them have outstanding histories against the starters, whether it's Marco Gonzalez in the case of Tucker and Alvarez or Jake Odorizzi in the case of Ty France. And then one last one for everybody because they love the no-home run parlay. Bobby Wood Jr., Anthony Rendon, George Springer, Chase McCormack, or Chaz, I think it's Chaz McCormick, of the Houston Astros. None of those guys eclipse the fence. Minus 118, put that together at DraftKings Sportsbook. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow me there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast, would you kindly? And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.